0: Acting on instinct and using his lightning-fast reflexes, Jarrett rolled to the left, spun off the bed, landed easily on his feet, and crouched to face his attacker. He barely missed being skewered through the heart by a long, wicked dagger. The sleek, shiny blade glinted in the dim moonlight as its wielder lifted it from the mattress where he had lain a second before. His preternatural eyes penetrated the shadows of his room, and he looked down the length of the blade to see who his assassin was. On the opposite side of his bed stood a tall, thin woman. A thick floral odor permeated his senses as soon as she entered his room. Her sickly, sweet odor and the soft, dreamy whisper in his memories became his saving grace. He drew in the scent of her again and smelled a hint of other. She was not all human as she appeared. Demon. The woman was definitely part demon. Demons carried a specific fungal like scent that was unmistakable, even if it was diluted. Half demons were common enough in his world, and often easily dealt with. In fact, most humans dealt with them every day without realizing it. More often than not, they looked completely normal. Then again, so did he. But death could often look normal until it came knocking on your door. His sensitive eyes assessed his would-be assassin. The woman's spiked blonde hair looked white in the dim light and matched her pale, almost translucent skin perfectly. Her ears boasted several small hoops and studs, beginning at her lobes and climbing their way up to the elfin-like tips. She wore a long, shiny white jacket over a tight, low-cut green dress that left little to the imagination. The picture wasn't a good one. Years of tapping into the dark side of magic drained her body of its beauty long ago and left her skin withered and her eyes cold. If misused, magic could drain the body much like drugs. He had seen the look before. Jarrett rolled his eyes at his circumstance. He knew she was one of the faction's mindless lackeys. She was the first in what would likely be a long line of them. He'd run out of time. Looking into his animalistic eyes with her cold grayish orbs and holding the wicked blade she had almost killed him with, they considered each other. He'd heard of her before. They were in the same business of bounty hunting for the faction, but Jarrett couldn't recall her name. Not that it really mattered. Her name was as unimportant to him as she was. Her thin, angular eyebrows lifted in mock surprise. You are good. I guess I'll have to earn my money tonight. Her voice was low and throaty from too many cigarettes over the years. You're not bad looking either. Too bad. How'd you get lucky enough to draw the short straw, he questioned, his tone almost amused. She tilted her head. Draw? she chortled. There was no need to draw. We've all been called out for you. Such is the consequence of betrayal. Although I'm glad I got here first. Jarrett shrugged. Her words didn't tell him anything that he didn't already know. Using the faction's commonly used mantra, First Come, First Served, to suit him, Jarrett replied, First to come, first to die. The order of who dies hardly matters to me. Her brows drew together angrily, and her mouth pinched into a tight slit. She spun the intricate dagger around with proficient ease as she considered his words with less care than she probably should have. Tell me, she questioned as if genuinely curious, in the interest of self-preservation, what did you do to have him calling us all out to take you down? Don't worry, you won't live long enough to be able to make the same mistake. Moving swiftly, he leaped over the large bed that separated them only to meet empty space. Jared didn't bother to scan the darkened room with his superior sight. He identified where she was right away. Not only could he smell her pungent perfume, but his hunter's instincts were with him. He could feel her and sense her nervousness.